Welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your hosts and cult leaders, Jordan Garcia. With me, as always, I have... Armando Avizu here. And uh, Jordan, what do we do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast? Well, what we like to do here is we like to get a film from the Criterion Collection, and then uh, we talk about that, and then one of us brings a film that we believe belongs in the Criterion Collection. We argue about it, we vote about it, we talk about it, we wax philosophical, philosophy, philosophical... Mm something philosophy we philosophy about it philosophize because we are the we are the gatekeepers we are the ones who let these movies in or out yes we do so what's up you already know you knew that but uh mondo yeah so just some exciting news yeah so just this past week uh uh criterion uh announced their releases for july and we'll go through them one by one i guess Uh, yeah yeah we'll just kind of we'll just say our thoughts on them i mean this is a great Great July. It is. I'm it is. Glad they have a sale in July. Yes. So because it's going to be a good one. Probably buy each and every one of these almost. Oh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, because we're going to try to start doing this more. Yeah. Uh, just mentioning that you know, little any criteria news that we can, and just give our thoughts because yeah. again, we matter more than anybody at yeah. Criterion does. Any. Yeah. What do we got? What do we got coming up? Uh, big one from uh, Ashes from the Laser Disc is a. Uh, Raging Bull 4K UHD, baby. That's right. For a lot of people who don't know, it was a laser disc, so this isn't kind of, it's not new necessarily. It is, but it isn't. Yeah. But it was already on, you know? It was already a uh, yeah member yeah, of the so, collection. Yeah, so I mean this, I mean this one, are, I mean this is just hands down. Who's not gonna fucking buy this? Even oh, if you own every, any other version of Raging Bull, you need to get. This. Yeah, I mean just for the cover, Jesus Christ, this is a great looking cover. I yeah. mean it's simple, classic, just Jake Lamada staring yeah. you in the eye nothing like a fancy. Raging Bull. Yeah, yeah, nothing fancy, nothing <laughs> yeah. too. You know, it's just straightforward. You know what it is. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's great. What do we got? And then the next, the the next is uh, <laughs> the Virgin <laughs> Suicides 4K. This is already a Blu-ray release, also. So this is just coming to 4k yeah and uh i have pretty sure i have the blu-ray one so maybe I, 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 I have the dvd i, I, I probably will eventually yeah. get the the 4k yeah i don't think i'll upgrade just yet well is I it know. well i guess i'll go i'll go with the blu-ray yeah that's yeah. true it'll be a while before i go to 4k until they make me yeah and then uh next we got oak jaw which is a new 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 title announcement that is a new title announcement that is also a netflix film yeah. Right, let's talk about that. Right, they did Marriage Story, they did Roma. There's nothing new. Yeah, a lot of people were making it seem like it was something new. I was like seeing a lot of things where people were like, "What a Netflix movie!" It's like, yeah, they've done Netflix movies before, and this is also Bon John Ho. This was in Cannes, Cannes. So it's not like Cannes, it's, yeah. it's not like it's crazy. Yeah, you know. So although I, mean, I, I don't know, I don't. I, we're waiting for that Marriage Stories 4K release. Exactly, yeah. that's the one I've been waiting for for a long yeah. time. Bomb back, you're already in the thing. Why wouldn't he be right? So, yeah. but I, but I'm excited for Ocha. I'm, I'm excited to see like all the all the special features because this was before Netflix started doing it. Um, now you can like watch special features for their films on Netflix. You oh, know what okay. I mean? I didn't know. Like that. The, yeah, yeah. So like you can like they have like a whole uh, documentary on Roma. Any kind of uh, original film you can like. I think they have a documentary on Marriage Story that you can watch. Mm-hmm. So. But they didn't have anything for Ocha, I don't think. So, it'd be oh, nice, really? you know, see oh. some things. Yeah, see what's going on behind the scenes of that. Yeah. And then next we have a Devil in a Blue Dress, which was just on the Criterion channel like a month or two ago, and right? It was on. It's on my list of one of the movies I was planning to oh, bring. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot you wanted to do that. Yeah. yeah. Remember, I I, I just called that. Could call it like the babe. I but. know. I know. But 
you know, it's it's it it's just nice that it comes out anyway. Yeah. That that's all we want. We yeah. just want that. That's it. Yeah, and then next we have summertime, which I haven't seen. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That yeah. is also, I believe that was that a Blu-ray? I think it was just a DVD. I think it might have been on Blu-ray already too. Okay. Well, yeah, I think but, it's a new yeah. cover. No, no, never mind. This one's just coming to Blu-ray. Exactly. Yeah. So it is was just a DVD. Only because I recognize the cover as the DVD cover, but now we got the new Blu-ray cover. Yeah. Yeah. And then I mean, we already everyone already knew this was coming. Was a uh, Drive My Car. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah, that yeah. was a so, Jonas Films right, release. Yeah. Uh, but it looks great. It looks yeah. great. Uh, you know, right now it's just on HBO Max, but I'm down to just buy it just because yeah. how nice that cover looks. It's beautiful artwork. Yeah, it is. The yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see the behind the scenes or some like the supplements with this one too. For I'm sure. curious to get another three hours in on it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why. Well, now you can travel with it. Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you can watch... also listen to our bonus episode about it. Yeah, and, uh, just go scroll a couple of episodes back. Yeah, you don't just have to watch uh, HBO Max on your phone anymore. You can Boom. watch Drive My Car. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could you could put it in your Tesla DVD player and yeah. watch it while you're driving up the coast or whatever the hell. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, yeah. So that's that's the announcement. Yeah. It's cracking. If you guys follow Criterion, you can get on the newsletter. You'll get all that information. But uh, we're going to try to just give our thoughts on it because, again, we matter. But let's get into the movies that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. So, today. Jordan, what movies are you bringing to us today? Well, uh, this is the episode that no one's going to listen to. Yes. Uh, because these are movies from the 40s and 50s, mm-hmm. and they're black and white. And I know how a lot of you are. And, well, you know what? It stinks, but that's fine. <laughs> we're talking about The Killers from 1946. That is directed by Robert Siodemek. Siodemek. Might pronounce it like that. I don't know. And that stars Burt Lancaster as Sweet Anderson. You got the wonderful Ava Gardner as Kitty Collins. I'm sure you guys have heard these names before. You have Edmund O'Brien, plays Jim Reardon. Albert Decker as Big Jim Colfax. Sam Levine as Lieutenant Sam Lubinsky. You got Vince Barnett as Charleston. You got Jack Lambert as dumb, dumb Clark. I mean, the list goes on to people that you've never heard of or will yeah. ever heard. I mean, at least the first two people. <laughs> and you should. I mean, you should look up this film. And this is yeah. also this is the, this is the film that's on Criterion. It also comes with a split of uh, another a version because this was an adaptation of an Ernest Hemingway story. Yeah, short story. Yeah, so they did another version of this. So if you buy the Criterion uh, Blu-ray, it comes with both versions. You but get the we, Lee Marvin version? You do, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's both. It's both together. I saw that. I was like, I didn't know. Yeah, because the cover's the same. I thought it was just like a re-edit or something like that. Or Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just two. It's, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so you get them Crazy. both. Crazy. What is The Killers about from 1946, you're wondering? Well, I'll tell you. She's a here's the letterbox um, the tagline. She's a match for any mobster. Nowadays it would say she's a match for any fool, any gangster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, two hitmen walk into a diner asking for a man called the Swede. <laughs> when the killers oh. find the Swede, he's expecting them. Doesn't put up a fight. Hmm. Since the Swede had a life insurance policy, an investigator on a hunch decides to look into the murder. As the Swede's past is laid bare, it comes to light. That he was in love with a beautiful woman who may have lured him into pulling off a bank robbery overseen by another man. Ain't that just the way it always goes? And this investigator is an insurance investigator who yeah. takes his job way too seriously. Yeah, let's just talk about that right off the bat. Yeah. The insurance investigator literally um, gets in way too deep for whatever this may be. Because this is a whole like murder plot. This is yeah. like a hitman, as you heard. Hitman go and kill someone. 
And this guy puts himself in the way of these hitmen to try to find out what happened. Yeah, it's like a really kind of convoluted, like, uh, you know, like you find out like things as he goes along, like a really kind of gumshoe detective kind of thing, which I liked about it. But the only thing that really like brought me out of it was kept that I kept on realizing that this guy is an insurance investigator. He works for State Farm, for Christ's sake. It it was also (laughs) hard to to believe that those that the people that he talks to and gets information from would give him that information yeah. just because he's just like here's my card i'm an insurance guy I'm like oh yeah. cool and like that cop that he talks to the cop who was a friend friends with, with swede yeah yeah with swede with Berth lancaster's character the, the if i was that cop i would have been like hey man like i'm not gonna help you yeah put, back pull, off this yeah isn't... like I'm, we're not gonna pull up like a sting like you're just an insurance guy like you know but, like because he puts himself as like bait and does all these things yeah, like, which would have been funnier you know or more like you know like more like a, uh like you know like show more characteristics of the cop and the and insurance investigator you know like it would have gave it a little more depth kind of and like because like because the cop does put too much trust in him and stuff, you know, in the insurance investigator guy. Mm-hmm. And and it would be funny if he was just like, you know, butting in more so than just being like, oh, like, you know, just let in by the cops and stuff. And like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe back then at that time, that was a big deal. You know what I mean? Like in, in insurance investigators or, had guns or and, and shit might like that. just be Ernest Hemingway trying to make fun of us something or like you know making a joke oh, I, I, don't, I don't know about that i think maybe like a little bit you know? i think it might just be like a little uh not a twist but kind of like coming from a different angle of like a, a noir kind of murder yeah. mystery as opposed to just it being you, you know usually it's going to be either a detective or it's going to be what um like a, a private eye yeah right? yeah so it being, well that's why that's why i think it's maybe like having a little fun with that genre yeah like that yeah. part you know i guess so but i don't know but yeah, and then obviously, and the dialogue is just like super hammy at the beginning. Well, I mean, throughout the film, kind of. I um, guess. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, like, it, yeah, it's it's very much like old film. Like, noir, see, just, why don't you say, yeah, like, shame, like, yeah, you know? oh, oh, see, yeah, yeah, pretty boy, huh? Yeah, just nice like, guy, huh? giving everyone a nickname for no reason, and yeah. like, you know, and just talking talking in that weird like nineteen twenties like you know like slang gangster talk sort of that you would imagine like you know, but this really does it. Yeah, especially but, at the beginning. But know. it's not a bad thing. Um, no, it's not. It, it actually, I, I would say the first half of this film, um, I'm really like into it. Mm-hmm. I'm like enjoying what's going on. I, I'm like uh, kind of uh, enjoying the the journey that they're showing the Swede go through, right? Because it's done in flashbacks, right? The, at the very beginning, Swede gets shot. You, this yeah. isn't a spoiler. You know that right off the bat. Like uh, Burt Lancaster dies at the beginning, and so what you're doing is you're following the insurance guy go to these people that he knows. And they're telling the story that leads up to him getting shot. And you see flashbacks. Yeah. And I would say one thing about that, which is very interesting to me, and I, and I like a lot of the things that the director does here, but I would say one of the craziest things is that the most interesting flashback is the bank robbery, and they just kind of mull over that, like, real quick. Oh, how they have the narration about yes. it? like just like And telling, they just like, sort of like, show it really quick. Yeah. Whereas, like, the other stuff, they literally don't have a voiceover narration. They show you what, you know, it starts off as them telling the story, and then it just cuts to the flashback, and you just see it play out. You know, and I thought that was kind of strange that they wouldn't give you the most, you know, the part that we probably all want to see is the bank robbery, right? Like, after we've been kind of sitting uh, here. I mean, I don't think that. I think that was, like, that was the most not, i mean not the most uninteresting part but it wasn't a part that i really needed to see that like you know how like i didn't mind how they played it out in the film 
Well, like, I, I, only I, because I was again because the first half of the film I'm into it and then I'm just like getting bored because yeah. again like you like you said I'm just sort of not I'm not into this insurance agent I, I don't understand why I'm following this in, insurance yeah. agent going you know I am interested in what's going on with Burt Lancaster you know and you find out that he's you know he's it's the femme fatale right yeah this woman who pretty much uh, you know seduced him into you know uh, doing this bank robbery with these other guys yeah just so she can double cross him and double cross them just all double crossing yeah everyone. you find out there's a whole like double double cross yeah yeah which is you know but which is fine but no i was the most i mean that's what i liked about this film was the storytelling aspect of it you know like where it just felt like a uh i don't know something not not necessarily different like i mean you kind of see it all the time this movie kind of reminded me a lot of the grifters like how like it goes like you know through like you know just i mean it's sim- like simple stuff like you know like just this guy trying to figure out this like a you know what 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 really happened or like you know and obviously uncovering more and more right, as it goes right. deeper and deeper as he goes to each person and they kind of tell like this little story like a little short story yes kind of yeah. in within the short story you know like to like give you more background and i always i thought those were interesting you know like you know how he's a fighter and then he had to quit oh yeah because yeah. it's like yeah. you know his, his his hand was like like shattered you know his right fist yeah and stuff like that and then him like getting into like and you know having to so he have having to make money another way is like you know getting into crime and him like making more money doing that and then going out with uh, Ava Gardner's character Kitty Collins and stuff like that and then getting thrown in jail and then like you know I thought I don't know I just like that storytelling aspect of it has like as this insurance guy is you know figuring it all out and getting like and know getting to know this guy sweet or whatever and like you know meeting his old cop friend and stuff like that and that's what I that's what I thought was interesting like I mean the bank robbery is kind of just like you know just like the yeah, sort of the not not the MacGuffin, but kind of you know because they are oh, looking sure, for this sure. money. No, no, because... I, I, I'm not saying that that the bank robbery is important. But, so, I, mean, but I get what you're saying. But I just wanted to see. But we'll talk I, about that a little later in the next film where they, I feel like they should have shown a little more action. You know. Oh, oh, you want action in the other movie yeah. that I brought? Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, I see. But oh, yeah. all right. <laughs> but yeah, but like you know, like I I just like the storytelling aspect of this film. That's what really got me, and like you know, just like a. You know, like it's Ernest Hemingway, right? Is yeah. that who it is? Yeah. Well, I mean, he wrote the he wrote the story. short story, but the yeah, other people wrote the screenplay, so they, it might yeah, be it, was it might play out different and stuff like that. But sure, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it's probably. But it was really different. cool. I mean, I just liked that. It. it was just like kind of like, just really kind of cut and dry, but like it was still. In, I thought thought the other like you know, the other story aspects were interesting. No, I, I agree yeah. with you. I mean, I did enjoy the 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 backstory of him being yeah. a boxer and things like that. It just was. I just sort of was like. I don't know. It all felt like it was building up to that, to the, the like that bank bigger, robbery. Yeah, or at like least that finally being like what really happened. Mm. And so it's like that's the bank robbery that's like telling what, you know, like, and everything was just like, oh, well, someone got shot in the groin. Well, they were all wearing masks, but we saw who they were. Like there was never, it's like, it's very convoluted. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there was never really just like a, a definite thing. And I just wanted to see a little more action. I don't yeah. know if it necessarily need to be in the next movie we're talking about. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, so I don't think this is a bad movie. I don't think the killers is bad because on, again, I, I you know I'm on a Burt Lancaster kick. My man Burt, mm-hmm. first movie he's ever been in, coming in strong, looking like I mean just looking exotic as hell, <laughs> right? Burt Lancaster. Does he look exotic? I don't know. Doesn't he look like he could just be anything? I don't know. Maybe I just have, I don't know. Maybe I just got a crush on him. I don't know. But I, like but a, his acting uh, is uh, is great. 
it stands out like even though there are some cheesy parts in it and i think a lot of you know everyone in here has like those like really bad kind of uh acting parts where you're just like what uh can you can you point one out for me um well just i i would say like uh back in those times a lot of actors didn't know how to like get hit or like like um like you know if there's like big moments like that where you get shot or something like they really made it so like it it, is they made it very fake and as opposed to very natural they they made it big and just very like like oh like grabbing their chest and slowly falling down and just you know as opposed to like yeah that fake yeah I get yeah there's a lot of that in here i would say mm-hmm. um but you know I, I that's i don't think that's probably the actor's fault in any way it just was mm-hmm. the style of acting at the time but i would say that there's a lot of things that like burt lancaster does that where you're just a lot of actors and at that time they were more concerned about saying the lines in a, in a way it was never about like showing emotion through their eyes or through their face yeah and i feel like burt lancaster does that a lot you know we what could I mean? say that stuff about that in the next film uh you know? about like oh the, the acting like yeah, you know, yeah. like well that's but, what i'm saying but mickey rooney isn't like that well we'll talk about it in the next oh yeah yeah but I, yeah. Well, oh okay yeah but i'm yeah. saying like burt lancaster here isn't like that he yeah. is very much like a He's like uh, he's he's more playing it through the eyes and through his emotions and through his yeah. face, you know. Even though obviously he has like a lot of lines and big moments, but I feel like when he's not saying something and you're looking at him, he's acting. Where the other actors are sort of, you know, they're mostly waiting for their cues and their lines, and they just have the same face that they had from the last line. You know what I mean? And yeah, they're just yeah. waiting for the next emotion to come. Whereas Burt Lancaster is always sort yeah, of, you know. But I don't know. There was this one part when he first uh, meets Ava Gardner at the party. And he's behind her and she's singing and he just has this weird look on his face. Like he's not smiling. He's not well, he kind Burt of like Lan- a sad, like weird, like well, Lancaster's a freak. Yeah, I could tell <laughs> he the is. way he was behind her. But that's what I'm saying. That's really that, weird. And that's another thing about him is that he's also got that like uneasiness about him. He's yeah. not like an easy uh, like a, a leading man where he's just sort of like, oh, he's a nice guy. You know, he's got something about him. You, you don't know about him. You don't yeah. know if he could be Yeah, nicer. if I met him, like, yeah, he'd be very unsure. Like, yeah. you know, he yeah. could, like, crack or, like, just, like, sp- like spiral out of control, like, on a dime, you know? Yes, and that's what, and, like, yeah, that's what's great about this movie. And, like, all the movies that he does when, like, stuff like The Swimmer and especially Sweet Smell of Success is also on the Criterion Collection. Oh, he's in that? Okay. Yeah, like, he nice. he, he just has that, you know? Because you, yeah. you'll see him at first and you're like, oh, that's, like, sort of, he has sort of, like, he could be, like, a George Clooney kind of, just, you know, a good-looking uh, guy. He has a little bit of roughness around him, more yeah, so yeah, than George I guess Clooney, so. Yeah, you know? a little bit more. But, like, but he where also you do could feel just uneasy, be, but... He, but he also just could just be, like, a jawline. Yes, you know exactly. I mean? I, yeah. But, yeah, exactly, where it's, like, you know, women would see him as, like, oh, they're into that, for mm-hmm. sure, you know? Mm-hmm. But... I like as a man I can see like oh I don't want to talk to this fucking guy yeah like, yeah know? he's like, got some shit going on yeah like he'll probably like take you to the side and like pull out like a meth pipe or something and you're just like wait what like, yeah you, you're doing it. he's like yeah fuck you man yeah like, yeah, yeah he just yeah, seems exactly yeah like yeah weird or something just unhinged for yes. sure yeah yeah which I think is great which is sexy <laughs> which it is sexy yeah right and it's also dangerous sorry I'm not unhinged <laughs> I am, but I'm not. Yeah. Well, know. at least not like that. Yeah. We can't be. We, we'll never be able to be Burt Lancaster yeah. on here. I'd like life. to. Yeah. I'd love to. Bert, it's too late. <laughs> Burt, where are you? I'm going to summon your ghost. Take take me over. Yeah. Yeah. But so I would say that's that's why that was the one thing I really enjoyed about this film was Burt Lancaster. And Ava Gardner, yeah. obviously, there's not enough yeah, of her. Yeah, Ava Gardner, too. Like There is not great. enough of yeah. her, though. Yeah. No, because she, not. like, every time she's on the screen, it literally is just like, you're like, oh, my. You're like... You know, you see that there's so many kind of femme fatale. She just has a presence about her, too, where you can't, or it's undeniable. And you're just like, oh, my God. And And you can't help but fawn over her, you know. And you can't help but see 
Because, I mean, she's got, I mean. Oh, she's trouble too. She's baby. got shifty eyes. Yeah. I mean, she's doing shifty eyes the whole movie. <laughs> like, her eyes are always shifting around, like, you know. And I'm like, shifting uh, back and forth. She's like, oh, I'll be right back. Yeah. Like, you know, like, all the time. It's yeah. just like, man, like, we, that's how, like, good you are. And, like, because we can see your shifty eyes. We know that you're going to do something bad, but we're still going to follow it. Like, yeah. we're still going to, you know what I mean? Because you're just so. You're a dumb fool. You're, you're yeah. a presence. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. So I, that Those are, those are, like, my favorite things about this film mm-hmm. and and there was some great direction too also i think like a lot of things that that, that like well yeah well we, uh, we were talking we, uh, uh before we were talking about the opening scene which is you know that's like kind of like a, a masterful scene of creating suspense and it kind is of yeah, like yeah. you know or even yeah. even the bar scene when when the insurance guys goes when the insurance guy goes to meet ava gardner and the two hitmen come Oh and yeah, they, yeah. And they go to the bar, they, yeah, yeah. and then you know what I mean. You just kind of see it; it yeah. just follows it around. It's that Hitchcock, like a yeah, like the the bomb under the table kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. You know? Yes, that I was gonna. I was trying to think of how to put it, but that's a perfect way yeah. to put it. It's like the beginning of like. Um, I mean, this is this no, this isn't. Is this Hitchcock? No, this isn't Hitchcock. But it's also like the beginning of um, the movie with uh, with Charlton Heston and uh, where there's a bomb in the trunk at the beginning and just the one take of following the car the whole way and you know the bomb's in the car uh, but you're just know. following the car and it, um, Orson Welles is in it as well what is it called oh, anyway that's not Touch of Evil right yes Touch of Evil that doesn't start like that no no it, the Touch of Evil starts with that like infamous crane shot or where it, that long take or whatever that like 14 minute long take or like some I forget it's and it's crazy. not with a car with a it doesn't no, have like a bomb in the trunk they're like or like a bomb under it I think no I no? don't think so yeah okay maybe well it's something else yeah it's something else then but there is that uh, there is like that it's I it is that same idea like that yeah. idea that you know that it's there and and like because everyone's yeah, the like, audience well, does but the characters right like, oh, and yeah. like and where everyone says like oh like why would you want the audience to know don't you want to keep but it's like no that's better if the audience knows because they're nobody keeping else. the time yes. in their head yes you know? exactly yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're fearful for the characters, yeah. right? Like yeah. we know what's gonna happen, yeah. but, but but that still makes it even more so. Like, oh shit, oh shit, you know? What are you yeah. gonna do? What do you like? You know? Yeah. Watch out! Watch out! Ah! Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> reacting for them and stuff. Yeah, which is yeah. But that first beginning scene is really cool. It just yeah, how we were saying it, like it sets up kind of the mood and like the tempo or like you know the yeah the tempo of the film like and like and the actors like you know they're just like you know, like there's always like something after them or something's always going to kind of go awry. And that's where like, you know, they're looking for Swede at the beginning, like we said, and he get, and eventually they kill him, you know, and, but it's really easy, but like the town doesn't know anything about him. And then, you know, the whole, then the whole, that's when the story really starts, you know, like, but it, it's a nice, like beginning, it's a great beginning to a film, you know, to really grab you, I, I guess I'm saying. Yeah, like as opposed to just doing it in real time and you having to go through the story of yeah. him starting from the beginning as a boxer and stuff. Even though I do like films like that, I do like kind of following the yeah, journey. Yeah, just from a linear beginning. like story structure. But yeah, yeah. This but is, here, here it does, it does, it, it does it justice. It yeah. does it justice. I just wish it wasn't through an insurance agent. <laughs> I wish it was through a cop or somebody that actually you know does. Yeah, these like things. I yeah, like I said, I, when I kept on thinking, I was like, what the fuck does this guy do? I was like, yeah. oh yeah, he's just a fucking insurance agent. And even like the ending is just sort of like, hey, don't come in tomorrow. It's Friday. And then he just turns around. He just smiles and gives like a thumb up, yeah. thumbs up. Like if it's like a sitcom or something. Like, yeah, it's know? really. Like, yeah, the whole ending is like a joke. Like, yeah, because he saved. They don't have to raise their prices one tenth of a cent next year. 
and it's like oh yeah you did a great job for all that like it was like all for nothing like which is always kind of the case in like you know like in those like noir stories it's just always for like sure but at least like you know like uh the the copper detective will fall in love with the the girl or like something there'll be some oh, sort this of... guy tried to fall in love with the well, girl. well <laughs> he was just horny as yeah. most of the the men back then were yeah. as we'll talk about in the next film as well yeah. <laughs> but that's why i think it's kind of like a joke about like noir a little like poking fun a little bit maybe, you know maybe because I mean, of the ending possible. and because like that he is an insurance guy like but it's know? considered like one of the best this is considered like one of the like yeah. greatest film noirs like ever you oh know yeah that's mean? that's that too i was gonna ask you uh why do you think this is in the criterion collection um i because would say of that just uh, i would say probably because of the ad- adaptation of the story it probably yeah. was like a huge thing back then you know and in terms of it well i mean and especially for that time too like 40 was it 46 this came out or something like that i want to say yeah Yeah, it like you know like it feels like a lot stronger of like storytelling in in film at least you know like than other films at that time well sure and and i I also feel like it's it's just yeah it just has like that it's just it just has a lot more competence a little more explosive that beginning scene and everything just feels a lot more like uh it grabs you a lot more than films did back in the time yeah it just feels a lot more confident and like looking at what they're doing yeah yeah. like same thing with the next film like you know it just it doesn't feel like that era and you what's know, funny it is that like most of these were probably like tv movies yeah. you know what yeah I mean? it feels more competent you know like and but some of the acting is like weighing it down you know and in, in the other film and in this film too but i mean more uh, yeah but it just feels like yeah different kind of and the way the edit and the editing too is a lot more just like you know like they knew how to edit then they didn't just like like leave these long takes and like you know like Oh, and like right. you know yeah. like where they didn't know to cut and they took forever to cut for no reason like you know like yeah, in a weird yeah. Way, like i don't know and and also yeah like another thing too is that i'm you know i don't know this particular director per se i haven't really heard this name yeah so it's I'm also wondering like what else he's done that's like too. another thing where it's like that idea of you know back then too like you know the studios really had a hold on all this stuff you know what yeah I mean? it was so, just a machine like yeah you know, so, turning the, these so they were out. the ones who were cutting it up and they were the ones you know what i mean yeah. so it's like you imagine like what if they could have really just gotten loose with these stories you know what i mean like what they yeah. really would have done with it as opposed to following the codes back then and all the things that they had to yeah. worry about you know but let's do our last thoughts on the killers yeah okay um i thought that uh that what is that somebody told me that you had a boyfriend i thought that was a good mr i thought mr brightside was a good song but other than that Literally. i'm not a big fan of the killer after that i didn't really understand what they were doing but yeah no mr brightside is a good song <laughs> it's a good like you know when you're drunk it's like a good karaoke song it's yeah. like a good like sing-along song but do i listen to it all the time no but if it comes up sure yeah i'll enjoy it you know it's also you know it's a nice is that how you feel about the killers um how i feel about the killers is that i'm glad that i saw it right it's like you know it's something i wanted to check off my list yeah. it's something that i wanted to see because i'm a i'm, I'm becoming a burt lancaster boy mm-hmm. um uh, and, and also just uh, I, I want to uh, one of the reasons why I brought the, the film we're going to talk about later is because I, I also want to fil- get familiar more so with like the older like 40s and 50s noir films because there was so many it seems like there was like they were just like yeah this is the real time of the noir yeah right? like whereas it's sort of like that same time where like westerns were just running rampant like mm-hmm. I feel like there's this around this time there was just like all these yeah, like noir. mystery like yeah. noir like you know what I mean and everyone was trying to do different things with them and so I can mm-hmm. understand why this one stands out because it is an insurance agent who's going around and and getting in the muck and stuff and so i kind of like that idea um it just 
could have been done a little bit different. Yeah, I, I see how, like, 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 like how I was saying, like, like he should have been treated like a like a, a little puppy sort of by the cops or something or like, you know, not so like yeah, willingly uh, like being, have a little more you know, motivation for him to yeah. really prove himself or something. And get a little more really, dirtier and like about yeah. it and stuff like that or having yeah. having a drinking problem or something, you know, like just yes. like and he needed like something else to his character to like really like he was just kind of like, a, you know, like a. A, a person for the audience to yeah, kind of like, 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 you know, like an avatar, like, you know, like yeah. just be through that, you know, ask the questions yeah. that we were asking and get yeah. the answers and then just kind of go. No along. John yeah. McClane. <laughs> no, he's no anything. Yeah. He's no John Wayne, John <laughs> McClane. He's no, he's not yeah. even a Mickey Rooney. For yeah. Christ's sakes. But, uh, you know, that's no discredit to the actor himself. He did a fine job. I think yeah, every, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, just the part. Yeah. Just was, the part itself. You know? And again, like, I feel like, the, you know, we, we sort of made fun of the kind of the overacting, but a lot of it sort of made sense in here. A lot of it kind of had that idea. You know, you have those characters called Dum Dum. Yeah. So it makes sense that he's one of those, hey, guys. Yeah, I you thought know? they were just calling him that. And then like, oh, that's his character. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's the character's name. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, he does have like that dumb look on his face or whatever. This for me is probably not going to be a rewatch, but it does make me want to read the short story and see the other version with John Cassavetes and Lee Marvin. Oh, okay. And but I will give this. Uh, I'm going to give uh, the killers. Uh, I'm going to give it three Mr. Brightsides because I understand the significance of of it, and I do really like. Again, like you said, it justifies the storytelling where a lot of movies don't justify mm-hmm. their flashbacks in there yeah. and the guy going along and, and asking this, yeah questions. this totally makes sense and it totally kind of, does because and it, it's funny because it, it i mean it's not new but it kind of does it d- did feel kind of new when i was watching it you know but you know like it just it was just a, it's just a, like it was just i think it was just a good story that's why it was that's yeah, why yeah. It, that's why it, felt it, it was and again like you said it, all the backstory was m- more interesting to me than what was happening with everything else but i would just yeah. like to have seen like a cool bank robbery but yeah. you know i understand that, that that's it's hard it was hard to do back then all that stuff was hard to do it was hard to even do a boxing match although there is some cool boxing uh, there shots in yeah. there right like uh, i thought that was pretty good uh, yeah. they reminded me of raging bull one yeah. uh, little shot i was like oh damn like that's martin yeah. scorsese's got it right he knows what the hell he, he yeah. knows what he's doing <laughs> That guy, yeah. little Italian fella. Um, so yeah, so I'm giving it uh, three Mr. Brightsides, the killers. Um, you know, Brandon Flowers. You know, mm-hmm. he's a good guy. He knows how to sing. Yeah. But I, you know, I wouldn't listen to him anymore. You know, what is, I, what is it that that song? Uh, are you hum- Are you human or are you dancer? Couldn't get into it. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're looking on the bright side. Mondo, uh, last thoughts. The killers. Yeah, I mean, I I really enjoyed this film. More, uh, I wasn't sure. Like, it was something I wanted to see too, but I wasn't really sure. You know, it wasn't like uh, like high on my list, I guess. But yeah, like I was like enthralled by the story more so than everything else. You know, like it was a good movie, and then kind of like you know, like it. It was just the acting is just like kind of like you know it serves its purpose and stuff like that, but it's nothing crazier. Like I never felt like, oh yeah, this like you know I mean obviously Burt Lancaster and Ava Ava Gardner stand out like immensely, but like. Yeah, it was more so the storytelling, and yeah, I want to now read, you know, Ernest Hemingway's story. It might not be as, I mean, I don't know. It might not be as good as right. a movie, but... Or it might not know. be the same exact yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same exact thing, but, you know, but yeah, I thought it was just a really strong storytelling, and like I said, like, everything else felt really competent, and like, where some things, like, you watch from the 40s and stuff like that don't have that kind of, like... Uh, you know, like they just don't have that finesse to it, or like they still are kind of figuring out movies and stuff like that. And 
especially with talking and all that, you know, like and really getting and it not being like so overly dramatic, which a lot of things felt like back in the day. Yeah. I mean, this feels mm-hmm. like dramatic and stuff, but it doesn't it doesn't feel like too big, you know, like a little it gets a little bit there, but yeah, not no, no, over not like right. yeah, where it's yeah. just like, oh, yeah, it's just like someone like, you know, yelling their lines. Well, it's like, of, I can you know? see this coming out back then and people being like, oh, my God, this is gritty stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This being really like, oh, that was like yeah. that. Like that. And I mean, that's what like what it felt like when I watched it today. Like this was like just the storytelling. I'm saying the structure and everything and like the screenplay and like how the, the guy is going through everything is just like, oh, this feels like new but i could feel that newness that it was that it would have felt like back then you know what i'm saying yeah like when berlin got like watch yourself you knucklehead i was just like oh fuck he's saying some bad words <laughs> 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 i no no, yeah, no no yeah, yeah. no yeah I, I get what you're saying for sure but yeah, yeah i i like this I, I i would definitely go back and rewatch this again for sure i didn't say if i would recommend it but i will after you say it yeah would you recommend it yeah definitely i would recommend it i would watch this a lot i I would too yeah i would definitely recommend it only because again um i think it's it's one of those films why i think that's why criterion probably has it on there too i think they're pretty aware of this uh that it's one of those films that are going to get you out of that mindset that most people have that if you watch an old film from back in that time that it's just going to be like how we're saying it's going to be over like "Ah, and it's just going to not be entertaining it's not going to have you know what i mean you're going to be bored or whatever blah blah blah. you know what i'm saying where that this is a perfect example perfect example of that that it's not that you know they 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 are comp they knew how to make exciting stuff yeah. back then you just have to find it you just have yeah to look for it's it. just hard yeah it just uh, it's like a diamond in the rough for sure i mean but, you no, know there's I mean, more so than we think we yeah. again we just we we are yeah, we ourselves the surface, are still, yeah, you know, like, yeah we ourselves yeah. are still digging for it and yeah. finding it so i think that's yeah so yeah everyone should yeah. watch this shit yeah get educated you know because you know and it, you know, I've, I've been asked, like, you know, I've been asked before, what is your audience for this? And I would say everybody. Yeah. Because, like, we don't just want young people to watch this stuff. We want people who may have, might have been around when this stuff, you know, yeah. came out. You know, I don't know. Yeah, they, I mean, they probably heard of it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You would hope so. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. They they probably think, they're probably going to see the flyer and be like, oh, they're talking about the killers, the, the band. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, so that's what, what, what is your, what was uh, your I give it, uh, three and a half, uh, green handkerchiefs that okay. I got at St. Some St. Patty's day bar. That was a Guinness handkerchief. <laughs> yeah, know, it was. Right? That was a, that was a Guinness. Logo, is that yes? the Guinness harp? Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty cool. That's what, that's it, why I was like, it wait was a black and white, but I imagine it was a green. And he was, he said it was green. Oh, okay. Yeah. But oh, that's uh, right. That's yeah. right. That's right. But uh, yeah, just like I was like, I was thinking, I was like, that's just a Guinness handkerchief someone got at a St. Patty's Day celebration. Yeah, like you get and he's a holding on to this trying. the whole, th- and he's holding on to this thing for dear life because yeah. David Gardner gave it to him. Yeah, you know? he went to like a beer con and yeah. they gave him like a, a baggie full of yeah. those. And he so, just, wow, yeah. Guinness from overseas. <laughs> wow, have you ever had Guinness before? I mean, back in the day, it was yeah, probably, exactly. It's it probably, probably a big thing. Yeah, is Berlin Lancaster Irish? Probably not. Anyway. Up next, okay, so that was The Killers. Up next, we were talking about Mickey Rooney. That's right, your boy Rooney in Drive a Crooked Road. That's right, I said Drive a Crooked Road. None of you have ever heard of it. You've already turned off the episode. You're not even listening anymore because you don't want to watch these older movies. But you know what? I'm going to tell you about it anyway. I should have drove him to a better title. Oh, well, what do you, oh, well, Drive a Crooked Road, that is a pretty bad title. It's just like, it just, I don't know. It, it, it is very much just like, oh, like that just sounds like some old uh, movie that would go straight to TV. Uh, let's yeah. talk about that, huh? Woo. Ooh. Well, all right. Drive a Crooked Road from 1954, directed by Richard Quinn. Quinny? Quiny? I, don't I think know. it's just Quinn. 
Quinn. Uh, let's give you the little synopsis about only 83 minutes. This I thing spend too much on the last name. Just where <laughs> why? Why would a dame like her go for a guy like me? And I'm not saying me. I'm talking about Mickey Rooney. A mechanic gets caught up with the mob when he falls for a gangster's girlfriend. Hmm. Mm. Who's in this? You're wondering. Well, your boy Mickey Rooney as Eddie Shannon. You got the great and beautiful Diane Foster as Barbara Matthews. You have Kevin McCarthy. Um, from the uh, what is he from UHF that Al he's in that yeah, Weird Al movie that Weird Al movie yeah he is is he uh huh he yeah. is I, I don't know why I remember him from that but yeah. I do huh. uh, so he plays Steve Norris you have Jack Kelly as Harold Baker um, and little then, motor mouth and then then everybody else those are kind of the main yeah that's just all, those yeah. four kind yeah. of characters pretty much yeah, and the, the, everyone else is just those mechanics the yeah. horny mechanics we would just say the horny mechanics. Played, yeah, the horny mechanic. Played by the white guys you've probably yeah, seen. Yeah, cat calling every yeah, dame were, that's walked by. Yeah, yeah. so Driver Crooked Road, Mondo. Yeah. I brought it. Um, so this was something that I saw. Let me give a little backstory on it. Okay. Right? I saw it on the Criterion channel. Okay? Oh, so there's also okay. a promotion for the Criterion channel. But it was just part of It's not their, on there anymore, folks. It's not on there anymore, unfortunately. Because um, it's not on Criterion Collection. It should be, but it's not. Yeah. But the reason they brought it there is because it's part of the Columbia Noir Collection. Right? Uh, yes. So Columbia put out a bunch of films like this, these noir films, that really just sort of never got seen. They went kind of, they were sort of like TV movies. You know, because back then in the 40s and 50s, most films just were on TV. They didn't like actually have theatrical releases unless they were like big you know, like big things, like big events. You and know? we all know uh, Mickey Rooney's real small. Mickey Rooney's a small guy. And he was, a, you know, that's the thing is that I'm sure there was like a transition, right? Like, because Mickey Rooney's been doing it since he was a little kid. Everyone yeah. loved him as a little kid, but then he started to get older and they're like, where do we put this guy? What, do we, yeah. what, do, what is he supposed to play? Is he playing a kid? Is he playing a man? And here, I think, is really the perfect role for him because he's playing a, a man kid, a baby man. He's playing <laughs> a man who is shy and quiet who still has a, a childlike tendency he's he the original still, boss baby he still <laughs> he still believes in things like love yeah. and uh following your dreams you know things that a child would think or uh, not know? really i mean he's kind of pushed into all that kind of stuff he's kind of fine where he is sort of i mean oh well that's i guess well i, I mean i he's but he does believe in love though i mean <sighs> You know, not and, and until that lady pushes it on him. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that she pushes on him, but that's I, the example of that being is that like every time a woman walks by the mechanic shop, because he's a mechanic, yeah, he's also a race a race car driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess not race cars, but they're just like what? Yeah, it is race car. Yeah, of, back like, back know, in that time, it was, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we also saw Ford versus Ferrari. Oh yeah, that's right. I mean, but this is before that. Yeah. But yeah, it is that. Yeah, because I, yeah, I was thinking like there was like NASCAR back then, but there wasn't. It was that. Yeah, it was like they were driving yeah. those little cars. Yeah. So he's uh, he works at a mechanic shop, and every time a woman walks by, everyone that works in the mechanic shop literally turns into that cartoon. So it's hooting, hollering. Yeah, that cartoon wolf with yeah. the tongue out and just with the eyes bulging, just yeah. just the you know things in their pants are bulging. It's like really disgusting. To make your Rooney is very much just like oh like you know like. They say like, oh, what, what's he can't matter? even eat a sandwich. They're like, what's the matter? Like, you didn't get like, a, she didn't get you all hot or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, but like, I don't have to be a creep like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, she's beautiful and stuff, but like, I, you know, it's not. It doesn't mean that I have to jump up and start like humping the air or something, you know. And so that's what I'm saying. That's why I think he is a character who believes in like love, you know. Okay, yeah, all right. You know what I'm I saying? See, like, yeah, I see what in you terms mean. of that, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, I get right. what you mean. But in terms of like all that other stuff is kind of forced on him because 
he's fine where he's at, and all of a sudden they're like, well, don't you want to do this? Yeah, so that he they're could rob the bank. To, they're trying to they're convince him. him. Yeah. yeah, you know? Yeah. Because they need, well, and then they trick him with a woman as well, you know? Because that's yes. the one who kind of presents it fatale, to him. Right. Like, you know? she comes in and she's like, oh, like, you know, like, this would do good for us, don't you think? Yeah. Like, if you get this money and stuff like that, then blah, you could, blah, Yeah, we could go do this. And Little stuff, does yeah. he know he's being double-crossed. Yes. And I paired these two together because apparently I read... And I don't know, maybe I've been, maybe I've been misled, uh, mm-hmm. but that this drive a crooked road was sort of based on the killers. Yeah. And I think as we both saw, it's not really, not, they're not, not very not similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. In, in the way that there is that idea of the femme fatale tricking a man into something, but I feel like that was just men back then. They just wanted to blame women for everything. Yeah, they used <laughs> so they them just, as yeah. like, you know, yeah. So they just made it like every dame is like gonna double cross you and blah yeah. blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That, yeah I think exactly. that's like the only kind of similarity I can really see between mm-hmm. the two. Yeah, I mean it's kinda crazy. Well, besides too. that they're noir films from that time. Yeah. You know, but Yeah, I had never seen this before and it was kinda crazy watching this too, is just how again with the storytelling it's very like subdued and like slower it's not so dialogue heavy and stuff like that like kind of just like moment like especially with uh 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 mickey rooney's character yeah which is surprising yeah it's very like you know like he's like trying something different like you know like like the film feels like it's a little like ahead of its time but like some of the acting kind of holds it holds it back by the other characters like mickey rooney is not one of those character actors that is holding the film back you know yes and like and the filmmaking too it's like you know it's really like it doesn't feel like you know like even like even if he's like it's sort of a tv movie but it doesn't feel like a tv movie at all i mean it can at sometimes um but 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 i but but you're right but the pacing of the film and the editing and like you know just the but i think it's because of that quietness like you're saying and then the fact that you're just kind of following mickey rooney in those quiet moments where they stand out where the quietness is intentional and it's not just bad editing you know like uh what past films you know like of that time you know like absolutely you know yeah like, yeah where this feel, yeah this yeah where those, those quieter moments like in a lot of those past films are just because they didn't know when to cut it yeah they didn't know when to chop it like yeah chop the film because whatever. the next thing that comes up you're just like well that, that's like doesn't feel right and here like everything feels very definite it's like oh we have yeah purposeful we, for yeah sure. we, we want to see him be quiet and be these things you know we want to yeah, see him just, just go sitting home. there in his in the same way that you know yeah. If if you you know if you if you watch this you know if anybody decides to watch this film who's still listening, mm-hmm. let us know the comparisons that you see to you know Ryan Gosling's Drive. Yeah, I mean there, there is are a lot. a lot. The whole yeah. kind of thing is very much that you know. Yeah, yeah, it is because the idea of him being like a quiet, like he's very knowledgeable about cars. Mickey Rooney knows everything about cars. He knows how to like turn corners. He knows like you know he can like uh you know kind of figure out like oh it's this many miles so i know how to like you know do this i know what like engine to put in the car if it needs for this blah blah, blah mm-hmm. you know but he's also just um it's like that thing right there's like a line where he's like um they're trying to figure out the two uh bank robbers or gangsters or whatever mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out which one of the drivers to get and oh, he talks yeah. about that guy. he's a guy he's got yeah. a family he's got this he's not the right guy he's yeah not, but this guy this guy's got no family he's a loner he's yeah. a mechanic he knows everything he's perfect and, and then he gets yeah. out of the car yeah because he, he says, doesn't because at the beginning it's like them showing it's mickey uh rooney racing racing yeah and yeah. stuff like that and yeah. he doesn't win you know the other no, no, guy yeah, does the other guy i think does. he cut rooney comes in second i guess yes right? yeah so. And and so, but but he tells him, and once Rooney gets out of the car, and the other guy sees him, he's like, he's all, he's all, he's all short little guy, huh? And then the other guy says, like, so is Napoleon, yeah. and that right there is like telling you that, like, yeah, it doesn't like, it's literally saying like size is not going to matter in this. Like yeah. he is, 
yeah, he's a quiet guy. Yeah, but he can do shit if he needs to, right? Like he's yeah. a, like I, I feel like that's like his little arc, right? Like especially at the end at the beach where he's just like, yeah, I know what I need to do. Like, yeah, people underestimate him for sure. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's like yeah, that's his whole arc is that people are underestimating him. Like yeah, he's not going to go to the cops or blah blah blah. And right, you know, yeah, and, and then he, and he, he wouldn't, not, and then he know? wouldn't take charge, and that he would just roll over and let them yeah. do whatever. And he's just like, no, like I'm going yeah. to, like, you know what I mean, like. He's like, yeah, like, and especially like the one time where, where you that know, rage in, uh, in Drive shows, you exactly. know, when he stomps on that, the gangster's head, yes, you know, it's it's just or like, there's like that scene in Drive My, and Drive a Crooked Road mm. where like literally like the whole time that the, his mechanic friend is calling him Shorty. Yeah. And then there's that one time later where he's just like, oh, come on, Shorty. He's like, don't call me that. My name's, you know, yeah. my name's this. Uh, what's his name? Shorty McGee. <laughs> Something Shannon. Yeah. But let me just say yeah. his last name's Shannon. Make your ruin character's last name is Shannon. And here, and he's a mechanic, mm. and the mechanics that that Brian Cranston plays in Drive is also named Shannon. Yeah, think about that. He's a mechanic. Yeah, I'm just saying, there's no way, and and that's why, like, I, I brought this film. I wanted to talk about it because I feel like it's crazy to me that there's, it, it's crazy to me that we're not hearing more directors always be like, oh yeah, I was influenced by Drive a Crooked Road. Have you seen that with Mickey Rooney where he plays this? You you know you know Mickey Rooney, but you don't if you watch this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how are more people but, not I bringing mean, that up? Well, maybe they weren't because it was a, a lost or kind of just like, you know. That's true. Yeah. You know, but, you know, like, it was I, hard to see or something. It's one of those like things that, where, like, know? I feel like Quinn Tarantino saw. You know what I mean? I feel like Nicholas Winding Refn saw it. Yeah. And why didn't he bring it up when he brought, when, you know? Why did he didn't like, want it. He didn't want the comparisons because, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, but, again, we're just. Yeah, know, we're, we're just, we're just, yeah, <laughs> yeah using over a, here. I'm just assuming shit. But Tarantino, why didn't you tell tell us about this film, goddammit? Well, or a lot of directors, I feel like a lot of directors should be like, hey, like, Watch like Mickey Rooney and Driver Crooked Road. You talk about yeah. like acting. You want to talk about at that time when you're just like someone who literally like, literally Mickey Rooney since he was a kid actor was just like jumping up and down, smiling, yeah. dancing. Jimmy like, Jillikers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally in that <laughs> Simpsons episode yeah. where he's all old and he's yeah. still doing that. Trying to do Fallout Boy. Yeah, and he was even doing that after that as he got older. Yeah. And so it's nice to see him like subdued and quiet. And literally, mm -hmm. you never see that that mickey rooney there's never an instance where it's like oh that's like the fun mickey rooney it, he's always like a sad quiet guy and i think that's like one of the things oh, in that, this film in this film yeah, yeah where i was just like oh yeah like that's uh that's what makes this stand up uh, you know above the rest of a lot of these films because yeah. there is that performance where that shouldn't exist back then yeah it's weird that yeah. it is and it that's he crazy just that you rooney yeah like you know like yeah should just the, be goofy and yeah. stuff and the know? director too it must have been like you know you gotta play a little more like you know because this is kind of a crazy performance just to just have at that time it just be yeah. like uh i don't think this is gonna work or something like, like that you even know? when like, he's explaining like all the things about cars and like the things you have to do yeah. to like make a car like it feels like i was like oh yeah like when it like you said like there is that other acting from that from the guy who plays one of the bank robbers who's just like oh tell me uh Tell me about this. Uh, tell me about a car. Uh? And he's just very like fake. But yeah. Mickey Rooney, when he re responds to me, it feels very like genuine. Yeah. And it feels like he knows what he's talking about when he's talking well, about yeah, cars. Well, you, yeah. Where you've been in those situations where like, yeah, it is someone acting weird like that. You yes. know, like way yeah. too interested. In Again, just he's got to... the shifty eyes the whole time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, he's just like a chiseled face and like, you know, yeah. just. Yeah, he could be this jerk all the time, you know. And yeah, Mickey Rooney is just being himself. Like not himself, but I mean the character self, you know, like and you know a little off put by it but you could just tell that yeah this guy has something up his sleeve you know and yes. you're always kind of like 
uh, you know, like, you know, like you don't feel like this guy is like being genuine for sure. Just because the way he's talking to you, you know? Yes. Yeah. Even yeah. if maybe, he is, yeah, you know, that, that like, feels like maybe he is trying to be, but you could just have this underlying feeling that, which is another, uneasiness, you know? Right. Right. Which is another reason why it's so good that his character is that Mickey Rooney's character is who he is because yeah. he need, he's going to take anything as affection as long as you show him that you care. Yeah. Right. Like, because he's like, you know, he's a sad and lonely guy. Yeah. So this guy's just being nice to him like all the time. Yeah. Even when that other, his partner's being like a dick to him. Yeah. Like to, you know, saying sarcastic shit to Mickey Rooney and the guy's like, oh, calm down, you know, like keep yeah. it, you know. That guy, I mean, what did you think about that character? The, his part, the, the, well, he the was gangster's the, partner. He was there for those lines. Yeah, he, he was. He was, that's all he was. He was like literally nothing. He's like the most cardboard character that ever has existed. But, He's literally just there to say like snarky shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. And it was like kind of like a little too much at it, times. It started to get too much. You're right. Like, and it, even like any, and the even guy like, says it, you no, know, even, even the, even, uh, even the, um, uh, what's her name? Barbara. Even Di- yeah, Diane Foster. Oh, she, Diane Foster. Yeah, she oh. says like you know she's just like enough, like shut up yeah. already, like you know because he just keeps yeah, doing it's that. one after another. Like yeah. if they don't like, he just keeps on going. It's like oh god, like it's just like you know I get that his character, but like sometimes you just need to stop. No, no, <laughs> I I completely get that, and, and I get what you're saying in terms of that, but I but that's what I mean. Like I feel like that was put there by like other other things like other like maybe need, not even yeah. him, maybe not even other people but like the screenwriter and the director probably feel the pressure to like have to do that or they just yeah we need someone to talk in yes we, film, because you know? it's too quiet yeah but these moments are too quiet like we yeah. need some kind of like you know because yeah. most of those moments are mickey rooney like either listening to the other guy tell him the plan mm. or like kind of like being like oh well why do you need me to drive this or why do yeah. you do this and like him being like oh well let me just get you a bib then or blah blah like he's yeah. just like saying shit and it's just like take like mickey rooney is like being pretty sensible he mm. said he's gonna do your task but he needs to ask questions like calm down yeah this- you know what i mean and yeah so it felt very much like uh it, it just felt like this yeah like they had to add like a, a parrot just to be like we need yeah. something to like it add just it needed noise you know some kind of noise whereas but- i think you and me know that it doesn't need that because we yeah. would have liked to seen just the quieter character yeah. character moments yeah know? And there's, I mean, just other things, too, that I would have liked to see in this film. Like, I felt like we didn't get to see Mickey Rooney drive enough, sort of, like, you know, in kind of like a competitive way or like just like, you know, him enjoying yeah. the car more so. That's Stuff true. like that, That's you know, true. like just enjoy driving. I mean, you know? right. Yeah. And um, I can't deny that. I can't, I can't argue with you that. You know, like That's true. just like those kind we don't, of things. He, he mostly talks about yeah. Uh, his love of cars mm-hmm. as opposed to we don't really we just see get that him. first uh opening scene yes and, and then, then and then like when he the the get the actual getaway scene from the robbery. yeah and then the ending yeah. scene that that's it it just kind of bookends it sort of you know yeah and even and i mean i understand like you know the limit the limitations of that time limitations of trying, trying to show in a fast car and like yeah, stuff like and that and like the budget probably and, and things that they yeah probably, and yeah. just like you know it's just like a, a bad screen behind them uh-huh. just oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, like yeah. driving the monsters car yeah. around you know like yeah, the beverly hillbilly yeah. is going down the road yeah exactly <laughs> yeah ma's yeah. on the ma's on the roof <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah for sure no no i okay just like stuff like you're that right. no, you know no, you're right but it doesn't i mean overall it does not take away from this film at all like it's but, just I, but like, I would say like uh, yeah my counterpoint the only like kind of little and, counterpoint that i have to that and which is not even like trying to say that you're wrong but mm-hmm. is it like i feel like the reason why this does stand out to that is because it is more of a quieter character piece as yeah. opposed to the bigger like 
ah, what's the twists and turns? Oh, what's, it's really not about that. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, everything kind of laid out for you know what's, like, yeah. going to happen. But it's really about just Mickey Rooney just sort of finally just getting balls, you know? Yeah, yeah. And just being like, no, like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I am a talented, I, I am dangerous, I am this person. I just don't yeah. need to be all the time. You just are taking me for granted. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, which I think is, I don't know, for that time is pretty crazy. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, to it have, is. It to is. have like a character piece like that, usually something is a pretty basic like arc. It's just like you broke up with someone and then you got them back, or you know, the, just like there's no real like. Uh, there's, yeah, there's where, like it's where just, they they're, thought they're, they're, they just the, had to like you know like give you exposition all the sure. time, and or just the mystery itself would have been more of a bigger thing yeah. as opposed to the character itself, yeah. right? It would just been like that's, a twist. Of that's it. what I like about the the whole thing too is like you know even the bank robbery, like how you said that you wanted a big bank robbery and and the killing this one i didn't care about it either because i was like oh this is a better part of the story than the bank robbery sure that's sure, sure, why sure. i like this the stuff in the killing you know no, it's no, a, I, like I a understand. better like you know it's only i'm only saying because of the fact that they were showing flashbacks mm-hmm. and so they sort of just mold over and that they did flashback. show up but it was kind they, of but very, it was just very quick yeah. that's all i'm saying i, I yeah. just I, I was just wondering why they didn't expand it the way that they expand yeah. most of the stuff but, but yeah, this yeah. is but like it, but it wasn't bad it was, i guess it wasn't bad but yeah but know? this is like a you know like in drive a crooked road this is like a cooler story where it's like you know them getting the driver for their bank robbery right you know right, where right. all that other stuff is kind of like yeah i've been done kind of like yeah. maybe not even at that time but still like and yeah it's, just it's, like limitations yeah. and like budget you know so they yeah. kind of had to think also, of a again, better or a different also, story you know the, to tell. the killer is the killers is mostly about the twist and you trying to figure out the twist yeah driver Kirk road really isn't concerned about that so you don't need to see There's no, yeah the story is him and like yeah. them getting the driver and like you know this the the uh make your shannon's character you know and being this person. yeah and you already know that that she's gonna screw him over you yeah. know what i mean like there's no doubt about that in your yeah. mind and obviously she falls for him and blah 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 but you yeah. know that you know what i mean like yeah you know how it's gonna go you know yeah and, and but that's, that's the more interesting story about like yes. you know part of it or because and also because mickey rooney's so damn good right he is good he is like you know like he's not uh the you he's know, not a goof he's not yeah. rolling around he's not uh, chuckling he's not you know he's never really i mean he laughs and smiles and stuff but he's never like but yeah he's not he's that big, like you know like, jolly kind of guy that you re- remember or yeah, as just I remember like i mean as, like that know? little speech he has about like where he wants to race in the grand prix and there's yeah. like this you know these famous like you know it's talked about that uh that one uh, race car driver who was short also, who was really good. Oh, yeah, and blah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that's like a really good scene because it's never, he's never Mickey Rooney. He's that sad, yeah, you know, yeah. he's that sad character. You know yeah, what I'm definitely. saying? And that's why it's crazy that no one talks about this film. Yeah, it is crazy. Uh, yeah, it's weird that it not and, doesn't get more attention from, uh, yeah, especially directors and stuff like that or and, writers and, or yeah. whomever, you know, like, you yeah. know, or it's just one of those movies that you don't hear talked about, but Another thing that I have a gripe with, but this is just like I His think of, of the times, is um, is the the crappy string music, you know, during mm. like some uh, mm. a lot of scenes that makes it kind of like it just doesn't fit, sort of, or it just doesn't like, you know, they didn't know what else to put back then, you know. Yeah, and again, I, I feel like that is the uh, uh, the TV movie aspect of it as yeah, well. Yeah, you know, like it just has the most basic like uh, pull your heartstrings kind of music. Just yeah, because, but it doesn't yeah. even like fit though. You know, like it's just yeah, that's it's what just they there. have. Yeah, like, just mm-hmm. like oh, yeah, it's just like know. the stock. music. They really didn't for know sure. like how to like you know like set a tone with the music yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which especially sucks. with TV movies. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. Like, I mean, that it 
that that's what it is because it's just like because every i mean everything else can't just be like i mean it can be but at that time it just makes sense that everything else is not on par you know yeah how much everything like how much how good the directing and story and yeah and, and, that's, and that's, acting is and, and that's why there's like so like few and far between of movies back in, in the day where you're just like oh yeah the score cinematography yeah. the acting like directing everything like comes into place yeah. and like the most per you know what i mean yeah whereas like yeah stuff like this again like you said they it's just like they're not really concerned about that. It's just yeah. a TV movie. They're just throwing it together. They're not really. They're, they're just like, oh, this is just a thing. Yeah, you know? it's just uh, what is yeah. it like? You know, like assembly line at at that, especially at that time because of the studios and all yeah, that. Yeah, and stuff, and, you, know? and you know, and if you put this out now, it would be as well. Yeah. But back then, I feel like this stands out above the rest of the things that you know you'd have star vehicles, right, for people like Mickey Rooney and like mm-hmm. things like that, where. They wouldn't usually be in something like this. And if they would, like you said, it'd either be a comedy or it'd be like a spoof or yeah. it'd be like, you know what I mean? Like they'd be an insurance agent in a joking way, you know? <laughs> yeah, Or exactly. a mechanic in a joking way. It wouldn't yeah. be like as serious as a character uh, piece as this is. And mm. so that's why I think it belongs in there. And again, it, it has been released by, I don't remember who, but they did like a Columbia Noir box set. Right, and okay. so it has this on here and it has like 10 other titles that Columbia sort of put out um um i believe uh on television that people were just you know people forgot about and they're yeah, actually sure. really good and so but i think criterion needs to put this out they had it on the channel i don't know why they wouldn't just give us a nice good release they're you know? trying to probably they're just gonna yeah buy, they buy their time to get know? the rights you know so yeah uh this is me calling it it's gonna come out mondo what do you think what are your thoughts I mean, on it? What are your th- are you gonna let rooney in or out all right i mean i mean it's obvious it's obvious i mean we've just been talking all good things about this movie pretty much and just like saying like yeah it just like i asked you earlier why i oh i asked you earlier why you think the killing should be why is it on the criterion collection the killers oh the killers sorry yeah the killers the killing is also on there yeah but the killers (laughs) should be why should the killers be on the criterion collection but i mean this one and it's like just like drive a crooked road i mean it just makes sense like you know like it being uh, well, I mean, the killers being Burt Lancaster's like first role, like you know, major role, and also just you know the film itself and the the noir aspect of it and the storytelling and Ava Gardner. It's like all those things, you know, especially at that time, like nineteen forty six. I think, I mean, that's that is a pretty great movie for that. I mean, that time even now, you know, like it, yeah, it yeah. still holds up. And I think, and obviously, this movie holds up too. It's just like one of those movies that just like defines things and like. Where like where foreign directors would see this movie and be like, oh, I wanted to make this movie. I saw this and as you can you say, know? that's another thing too. Why there wasn't a bunch of like foreign directors always be like, oh, you've never seen Mickey yeah. Rooney's Drive a Crooked, yeah. you know, and like you fools, like you know? yeah, exactly. You guys don't know when a uh, good thing when you have it, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that that's what this movie feels like, you know. It just unfortunately, yeah, I guess it did get. I don't. I guess it did get lost in the shuffle. You know, you know there's so many fucking movies to watch. And it's hard to see all of them, but this one really is really diamond in the rough, you know, like where it's like, yeah, everyone should see this This is such a cool, like, you know, like how the samurai or like, you know, how any like, you know, Godard film is. It's just a cool, even like, you know, know, talking about like stuff like the apartment and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. Another reason why I wanted to bring this film is because there was like recently an article on like online about. Mm -hmm. The 50 best uh, romantic comedies ever. And again, this isn't a romantic comedy, but uh, they didn't mention any movie uh, from before the 80s. 
Oh, really? Like, The that Apartment wasn't on there. Yeah. It Happened One Night wasn't on there. Mm-hmm. Like, all these great films from the early 40s and 50s, yeah. you know, early Hollywood. 60s, they, yeah. Yeah, but, like, they, they were they are literally... Some Like It Hot, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, and so I know... You all know, the Billy Waters stuff. So that's why I wanted to bring up this yeah. whole stuff, because, again, like, this is that idea of, like, yeah, like, when people make a list about the greatest, like, war films, if someone's just like, oh, let, we're going to make a list about the 50 greatest uh, uh, films about bank robbers where they get a driver... Uh, who's like an actual mechanic to yeah. be in it? This probably wouldn't be in yeah, that list. Yeah, nowhere, nowhere near the list. Yeah, they know? would just like, make, they would just literally make up shit to put in there. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's that. That's all. I'm saying, yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. I mean, this is. Yeah, there should be a shining light on this film. You know, it's just one of those films that just stands out and like you know, like is a you know like a a, a cut above the rest. You know. Yeah, especially for again, like we said, you know, what was this nineteen fifty? This um this was nineteen fifty four. Fifty four. So it was okay. after the killers. Yeah. So which is again, like I feel like that's that influence, right? Mm-hmm. It probably bled onto that. It's still that same idea of like these uh these film noirs that again, they're not the big ones, right? Like double and damn to be like the Billy Wilder one. Yeah. And like a what is it, uh Third Man, right? That yeah, big the third one. Man, yeah. And uh there's like a bunch of like big ones. Yeah. But like these are like those ones that sort of just slipped under the cracks. Mm-hmm. But they're like good because they are little kind of character pieces more so than they are this display of and the story and the storytelling i think and the storytelling it's just like you know but and then also introducing us to different types of acting from that time you got Burt lancaster you got mickey rooney doing something that you know it's all not marlon brando chewing it up exactly chopping it up exactly it's like it's holding it in. It's keeping yeah. it. You know, there's no way that Ryan Gosling didn't watch Mickey Rooney in this film yeah, to get like sure. that drive kind of yeah. like feeling. You know what I'm saying? It's a little different, obviously, but you know what I mean. Yeah, but for sure, there's you could definitely see that influence on Drive for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, so I mean, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I did. Again, it was you know, a good film. This is, uh, you know, I, I I would recommend it to everyone. I want everyone to see it. That yeah. that's why I wanted to do this episode to kind of like shout it out in the rooftops. You know, I'm not a big Rooney fan, you know. Ever since Breakfast at Tiffany's, I'm like, what is this guy doing? He's been canceled. No, no, he's fine. Yeah. I actually do enjoy Mickey Rooney, but this is probably, like, one of my favorite performances of his and also just of all time. Because when you think about performances, you think about things, you know, you think about actors doing things that you're just like, oh, well, I've seen him do that or they've never done this. Like, I've mm. never seen Mickey Rooney done, do something like this. Mm. And this reminds me of, like, those kind of, like, performances of, like, Adam Sandler or, like, you know, like comedic mm. performances where they're just oh, more yeah. quiet and sort of like, but they could be like big if they need to be. Yeah. Or what whatever, year did you know? uh, It's a Mad, Mad, Mad World come out? Was that in the 60s or 50s? I want to say that's 60s, no? I don't know. But it might be like early be, 60s. Yeah. We need might, a fact checker. Yeah. Um, we don't got him. But yeah. Um, Driver Crooked Road deserves more praise by more people. So if you've gotten this far and you're down with what I'm doing, uh, you need to listen to this episode, and you need to listen to it, and you need to watch Drive a Crooked Road. Yeah. Right? Rent it. It's yeah. in? It's out? It's in. Oh, it's all the way in. Thank you all so, so much for listening. Uh, this is, you know, this is a 40s, 50 episode. I know that's going to be a little hard to get through. It's going to be off-putting to a lot of people, probably. Uh, unfortunately, they're... Especially because they probably never heard of these films. It, yeah. That's the thing. You don't recognize the Yeah, titles. no, no, no. I know that. And also, uh, you know, we try... If, if I am going to do stuff like this, I usually try to make sure that they're at least streaming so we don't have to ask people to pay money to watch them. 
But unfortunately, both of these were not available to stream. You're gonna have to rent them. Yeah. Um, I bet you once you rent them, like I did, they're gonna come up available to stream somewhere. <laughs> yes, exactly. Next, but yeah. but please, I recommend you watch both of these films. At least watch Drive a Crooked Road. Please, I'm telling you, you've seen Drive, and I know you like it. And you're gonna watch this, and you're gonna be like, oh, you yeah. might not like it as much, you know. But yeah. I think you will like it. I think you will understand where we're coming from with it. So. Follow me at Young Jane Fonda at Instagram. You can also follow the pod if you want at Criterion Cult on Instagram at Criterion Cult Pod on Twitter. Might be either or, but it's gonna come up. Yeah. Mondo, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on all those things and at Save underscore Mondo. And uh, yeah, don't be a Philistine. Watch these damn movies. Yeah, join the cult. Uh, get cultured.